This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tanner from Headlock Talk. Just wanted to drop in real quick here before the start of the show. Uh, we apologize for any inconveniences. This week's episode had a few technical issues, uh, but I think we've cleaned it up pretty well. So uh, I apologize in advance if you're like, oh, this is lame. But uh, I think that you'll still enjoy the show, uh, and we apologize again for any inconveniences. Uh, anyway, take a look, give it a listen, and thank you again for choosing Headlock Talk. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and, get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create a Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. So, so what's the deal with twice baked potatoes? Like, it seems like a very like monotonous kind of thing to do. Well, if it's already baked once, I mean, surely you could just do all of the baking in the in the first go. You would think so. It's like it's like the culinary equivalent of like. Hot potato. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's, that's what they play in oh, culinary oh, school. Oh, that's, that's, oh. That's hot. I still need to put it back in. That's a twice baked potato. <laughs> Gotta get it back in the oven. <laughs> we only did once. It's, you know, it's definitely not finished. No, no, it's, uh, it, it kind of has, you know, it reminds me of Cody Rhodes. Really? Twice baked potato. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, you know, he was, you know, he's baked in, uh, in WWE. Uh-huh. Getting getting baked in, not not baked, but you know, like, yeah, that's like uh, put put through the ringer. Oh, okay, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's been he's he's had he's paid his dues exactly. Yeah, so yeah. so he got baked in WWE uh-huh. and, and he got baked in New Japan, uh-huh. and, and now he, he's coming to us as a as a twice baked potato at AEW at AEW. So it'll, it'll be a thrice baked potato, a thrice baked potato. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome. You definitely don't want green potatoes. That's no. for sure. No. Yeah. You, you know what's not a green potato, Stephen? This episode of Headlock Talk, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. <laughs> oh, man. Out, out of the, you know, out of the internet, over the airwaves, and into your ears, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. All so, the way in. All the way in. <laughs> all in. My, my, yeah. 
Double or nothing. Double or nothing. A, a, AEW reference. Bryce Baked Potato. Bryce Baked Potato. We're back. We're back. <laughs> uh, you know, our waves look a little, little interesting uh, here. Oh, yeah. We, we, is, that, is that just me? Uh, I think we're just close to the microphone this time. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. We'll roll with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do this. Uh, I'm, of course, Tanner. And to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hello. Well, hello, Stephen. Hello. How have you been this week? Oh, I've been I've been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had a lot to do at work coming back from vacation, but uh, it's good. Good. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. We talked about your vacation last time. Mm-hmm. That sounded really awesome. Yeah. I, I hope to go to Seattle one day soon myself. Fun times. Fun times. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Well. Absolutely nothing happened this week. Can you think of any news? I can't really think of anything. Not really. We're no. kind of just waiting. Mm. Waiting for big stuff. Yeah. Is there, is there a show tonight? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Ah, I'm just kidding, you guys. There's a lot going on here, and we'll get to talking about it. Uh, we, of course, have a special guest later on. Uh, we had an interview with none other than the Queen of N.E. You may uh, know her from other podcasts like Queen uh, Queen's Court. And uh, she's also on Brain Buster Radio, which mm-hmm. I definitely recommend you guys subscribe to both of those great shows. Yeah. Um, so she's going to give us her insight into some AEW happenings. And we talk a little bit about Money in the Bank. She will be attending that uh, yeah. tonight. So that's – I'm jealous. Jealous, yeah. Super <laughs> jealous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't want to make it too too known uh, with our interview with her. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> She's she's absolutely great and yeah. uh, very excited for her for sure, um, but yeah, uh, I mean uh, we're kind of going to go away from our general usual format here because there's just so much news going on. I yeah. feel like we need to tackle it all, so we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely have some some of our normal segments. But, yeah, but let's have a little bit of a departure here. Uh, obviously, the big news of the week is the AEW to TNT deal. Huge. Huge, huge news. Um, so um, a lot of people speculated for a long, long time, you know, where is AEW going to end up? And I think everybody uh, kind of figured, I guess, that TNT would be the most logical place to go. But yeah. it, it seems like kind of one of those it's too good to be true kind of things. Like mm-hmm. that's where WCW was and, you know, this and that. I mean, how do you feel about this, Stephen? I mean, this is a huge get uh, both for AEW and TNT. Um, I, I think this makes a lot of sense for them to go there. Um, I do kind of get your point of like almost too good to be true mm. just because really, if you think about it, this is the perfect place for AEW. True. Uh, you know, WCW is on TNT back in the day. And now we have this whole, you know, this parallel dynamic of, you know, is AEW going to take over WWE or siphon off talent? Well, they're already siphoning off talent, but you know, it is AEW going to be the big, the big man who's possibly going to come and take down WWE. We'll have to see. But, you know, them being on TNT, it kind of plays into that whole dynamic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think it's quite interesting that uh, AEW has, they've really got a hell of an offer, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. Um, so they're they're getting their production paid for, which is great. And they're also getting an ad split deal with TNT. So mm-hmm. they're going to make extra revenue there, too. A lot of people, 
online chatter was, um, you know, are they actually going to have to pay to get onto TV? And that certainly didn't seem to be the case here. No, no, definitely doesn't seem like it. Um, sure. um, the the other one, uh, the, the other uh, station that was in the running for this here, uh, according to Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer, was uh, Showtime. Mm. Which I think if I compare them side by side, I would I would much rather go with the TNT deal. Well, yeah, T- TNT for sure. I mean, <clears throat> even just the like, you know, not everyone has Showtime. Yeah, and and so, you know, being on TNT, most people have TNT, so that makes a little bit more sense. But also with Showtime, that it would just really be a weird fit. Right. You know, like AEW fits on TNT. It it fits within their programming. Whereas with Showtime, that that would honestly just be kind of weird, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and uh, from everything that I'm understanding too, like Showtime would want it to be like one of those like special feature kind of things where it's like, hey, we're gonna, you know, you can run a big show on uh, on our station, and you know, we'll 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 do it and everything. But uh, I think you made a very good point. TNT's in a lot more cable households, and mm-hmm. even those who continue to pay for cable service. Um, you know, whether that's uh, traditional, like with uh, Spectrum or AT&T or uh, uh, Comcast or whoever it might be, mm. you're going to get TNT, even if it's a non-traditional one, like YouTube uh, TV, I think carries TNT. Mm-hmm. I think maybe also uh, uh, PlayStation View carries TNT, PlayStation View, mm-hmm. uh, Hulu Live, I think might also be carrying TNT. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people who will automatically get that with their standard cable package or, mm-hmm. or even if it's just a live streaming package. Whereas with Showtime, you generally have to pay extra to get that. Right. So, I mean, you're you're if they went with Showtime the amount of exposure would be a lot more limited, I think. For sure, yeah. And, and you mentioned the deal with Showtime would be like, you can have a big show on, on our channel. Would it be a weekly thing? Was that what the deal was? I don't think so. I think yeah, they probably so, would have been looking at something like maybe monthly. Yeah, honestly, if what AEW is trying to do is come in and, and topple the big dog with WWE, mm-hmm. you need to have a weekly cable show. Mm-hmm. Like yep. that, yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um I think it is interesting, uh, you know, they'll be doing the broadcasting this coming fall, and they mm-hmm. made a huge point during all these press conferences here. We're, we're working on analytics more. You mm-hmm. know, we're talking about damage being done during a match and, and you know, uh, uh, you know, targeted moves and, you know, how, how does this finisher – uh, compare and you know, these kind of things. Uh, and they also brought up uh, something that you and I have talked about what, that would help WWE a lot more. It's just making wins and losses matter more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's definitely good. That sounds fantastic. Honestly, the, this whole uh, this whole AEW, uh, I guess, situation has been almost too good to be true uh, <laughs> just because, you know, we've been. We've been even before they really even started talking about AEW too much. We were really wanting it to be, you know, a more serious WWE and and Mm. have, you know, like we said, have the matches, wins and losses mean more, be a more analytical show, have it be more about the wrestling. And and everything that they've said so far points to that. Uh, And so, yeah, it's almost been too good to be true, because what what we said we wanted out of AEW is Mm -hmm. what they seem to be putting together. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I, I completely 100% agree. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they all pull this off, too, because mm-hmm. with um, I mean, there's a lot of people saying like, OK, well, Tuesdays might fit. But Tuesdays is also when, uh, you know, uh, the NBA will be, you know, uh, kind of, they have they have slots known 
on Tuesdays and Thursdays that yeah. the NBA takes up. So would Wednesday make more sense? I, I think that might be a huge possibility um, just because it's wide open. But I do think having the NBA on there and also, um, you know, uh, be- uh, baseball games, MLB games mm. uh, on TNT will also be of a major help yeah. uh, for AEW to get – you know, more people back into wrestling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they really just need to focus on making a better product than uh, WWE. Yeah, you know, really. Uh, I I don't think they need to focus too much on oh NBA's plan at this time. Maybe we shouldn't have our pay per view at this time. Blah blah blah. You know, with with the current state of WWE and wow, that was hard to get out. WWE <laughs> and uh, professional wrestling, they really just need to put forth a solid product mm-hmm. uh, week after week or month after month with the pay per views. Um, the people will come. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, American wrestling fans will come if you're going to be if you're giving that kind of product. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't want them to focus too much on oh we need to be huge right now, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I want them to focus on putting together a really solid product yeah. week after week, and, and then once once they're established and uh, and things like that then, okay, cool, start talking about NBA, start talking about NFL, that kind of stuff. But right now, no, what I mean focus is, on your problem well, yeah, I mean, or well, your main competition. Well, I what I mean is you're, you're getting advertising from NBA and, mm. and MLB. Okay, right. Scratch everything I just said. I, I, I understand that. <laughs> I, I was following your training, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Wait, what? Oh, oh, he doesn't understand me at all. Let me jump in real quick. <laughs> Okay. No, I no, see what no, you mean. Yeah, now. I just wanted to make sure. No, because I mean, but that's really good for them. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with what mm. you said. But yeah, no, I, I do think it is really good that you can have like, oh man, Shaquille O'Neal's talking about this wrestling promotion mm-hmm. I need to see, or oh man, Charles Barkley's talking about AEW. Yeah, like yeah. that's cool. All right, I'm gonna have to check it that's out. It's big. It's big. Yeah, it's real big. Uh, so um, that's what she said. Yeah, that is what she said. <laughs> I saw it on your face. Yeah, oh, you wanted to say it, it was written all over. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, what we would want to see out of their first show on TNT. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I I gave a, a general question out to the wrestling community on Twitter, mm. asking what would you want to see be the first main event at Double or not, not Double or Nothing on on TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I guess, does anything stand out to you, Steven, as to what you would want to see uh, be a match on TNT? Well, one of the things I think that AEW is really trying to push, and I think they're going to uh, they're going to benefit a lot from, mm-hmm. is their tag team wrestling division. And uh, they've they've said already. I know the Young Bucks have said in multiple interviews that they're looking to really be the top dog when it comes to the tag team division of professional wrestling. And, um, you know, with the revival possibly wanting to, um, you know, jump ship from, uh, from WWE, um, one of uh, a huge main event for, for the first ever weekly show would be revival versus young bucks. Yeah. I mean, if they can make it happen, if they can get out of their contracts soon enough, that would be, yeah. Uh, big a plus on that for sure. Yeah. You know, it, it does two things. It gives, a super solid match for the first ever weekly show mm-hmm. to set it up really nicely going forward. And two, it kind of gives a nice little, you know, a little, a, a little, 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 a, a little, a little stab, yeah, a little, little stab, little, little birdie to, uh, <laughs> to WWE saying like, Hey, we're here. We're bad. We got two of your guys. And, yeah. You know, 
So I agree 100%. That would be awesome, uh, especially if they were given the, the proper amount of time. Mm. Um, I even think that there would be um, – like a match like Ray Phoenix from from the Lucha Bros versus mm-hmm. maybe somebody like Kenny Omega would mm. be great because I know those two could really hammer out an awesome match together. Absolutely. Ray Phoenix is like the, the ultimate champion in Mexico mm-hmm. right now. Like he's super big and Kenny Omega is obviously Kenny Omega, yeah. a, you know, a worldwide name as well. So um, what I really like about that idea mm-hmm. is it kind of brings uh, it brings forth <clears throat> Two different styles of wrestler on the AEW roster. You have mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, who, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Kenny Omega is. Yep. Wh- whether you watch New Japan or not, you know who he is, mm-hmm. uh, and he's fantastic. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But then you also have uh, Phoenix, mm-hmm. who, you know, not everyone knows him. He's a little, little, not as well known. Yeah, a little but, less known. But I would put him and Kenny Omega in the same, like, caliber. Mm. So it's like... You have two just incredibly talented individuals, one really known, one really not known. Mm-hmm. And that kind of creates a really cool dynamic. And I think they would make each other look very good. I th- they would complement each other very well. Just Absolutely. just like the Revival and the Young Bucks would complement mm-hmm. each other very, very well. If that was to happen, I would be so down for yeah. it. Yeah, oh, 100%. Revival versus Young Bucks. Uh, let's hear what some of y'all had to say about uh, matches here, because as promised, we we said that we would give you guys shout outs mm-hmm. if, if you guys responded. Uh, what would you want to make AEW's first main event be for their TNT programming? Uh, Anthony and Alex from uh, at AA Talk Stuff on Twitter uh, from the Anthony and Alex show. Nice uh, to hear from you all again. Nice to hear from you guys. Um they said for just because perspective, Bucks versus Lucha Bros versus Angelico and Jack Evans would be awesome. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, from a quote commercial uh, need to make an impact with the casual viewer and still make the core fans happy perspective, Pac versus Kenny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pac would be good for sure. I, I um, obviously that's a huge match. Yeah. I mean, Pac's gonna. Pac is just going to be a, a real – he's just a great acquisition for, for AEW. Mm. You can really put him to into a lot of different storylines, and whatever storyline he is in, he's also going to have the dynamic that we brought up with John Moxley if he ever does uh, end up going to AEW, <laughs> where you, you have the ex-WWE guy yeah. who's, you know – jaded from his time over there and it's now being treated a little bit better over here. So yeah. Well, and, and Pac is a hell of a heel too. Mm. Like, he's awesome. Um, let me see here. The MG experience, uh, has written to us again, uh, at illustrious G 40 on Twitter. Uh, they say, I know it may be putting a pay-per-view match on TV, but I can't help but wonder what would happen between Cody and Jericho. That's another Really good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this the, the more that I read into these 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 responses, the more it's like, oh yeah, AEW's got like a really loaded roster. Yeah, the roster's crazy for <laughs> sure. I mean, you could almost just like put all their names on a magnet and throw all the magnets on a, on a <laughs> fridge, and, and then that's I mean that the double or nothing card or or whatever you know like the the talent that they have at their disposal is just really crazy, and, and with such a you know, compared to WWE, a very small roster, a very well built and put together. It's an extremely well, but well put together roster. Very much so. Uh, uh, yeah. hundred percent. 
Um, pro wrestling fandom. They're on Twitter at PW underscore fandom. They said, uh, you have to set the tone with the first episode, the first match and the last match of the show have to be epic. So I would open with Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I would close with Kenny Omega versus Pentagon. Uh, Pentagon being, of course, Phoenix's uh, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, though, as a rule, I wouldn't want to throw away pay-per-view matches on TV, which is fair. Um, yeah, but I mean, the, the first ever weekly show is arguably as important as a pay-per-view. Mm. You know, true. You want to make a big impact. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, and then we got, a, of course, uh, what what would a shout out be without our good friend Mike Charlotte? Um, uh, nice Ch- to hear from you again, Mike. N- n- nice from nice to hear from Mike again. Uh, nice to hear from everybody, of yeah. course. Uh, but Mike, uh, he's at Mike uh, JC eight two one on Twitter. He says Young Bucks versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, yeah. solid, solid. Uh, Jericho versus Cody, Pac versus Kenny. Uh, all of these would make uh, would be great, and if Moxley is there, him in a singles match with anyone really, lol. <laughs> I I so agree with that last <laughs> sentence, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Moxley being in there is an interesting uh, addition because I I'm I'm actually we've got the AEW roster pulled up on on our screen right now, mm. um, and I'm looking at two. Two guys who I know for sure would have great matches with Moxley, uh, Jimmy Havoc being one, and Joey Janela being another. Mm-hmm. Um, both guys are really awesome at, at death matches, have a lot of good death match experience. And if Moxley's, you know, uh, down for the death match cause still, and I'm sure he is, um, I don't know if you would actually see something like that on TNT. It might be a little bit too much for the younger viewers at home, yeah. Uh, but definitely something where you can start a feud. Well, really, just have they uh, nailed down a rating? Not particularly. I would not doubt that it would be probably more PG rated mm. uh, than PG fourteen per se. Uh, but who, I don't know. I'd love to. I'd love for a TV fourteen rating. T- Honestly, yeah. that would be that'd be perfect. Yeah, TV fourteen sounds like it would be pretty legit. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll, some of the some of the complaints about WWE have been the PG rating. I mean, mm. that's one of my main complaints. No, so I, if, I, if I could get a TV 14 from AEW, my life's complete. <laughs> absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for, the, for shouting out your answers. And, and uh, we, we always appreciate y'all's feedback. Um, let's talk a little bit about the AEW double or nothing card, because mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. And of course we want to make sure that we get this preview in a week ahead of time for yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, so, um, there have been some interesting developments to the card, but we'll, we'll go ahead and, you know, um, we'll, we'll get to those when it happens. Right. Um, so AEW double or nothing will be, um, in paradise, Nevada on May 25th. So next Saturday, as of the time of this recording here. Uh, so we'll make sure to give you guys the review and the rundown on, uh, Sunday, uh, next Sunday, and then of course on Wednesday, uh, we're gonna do a uh, uh, we're gonna review TLC. Obviously, we previewed that last week, so uh, fun times, good memories, right? Good memories, good memories. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said TLC again, though. Oh, I said TLC again? Mm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. They've got so many ladder-themed things yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah, a lot uh, of acronyms. Money in the Bank. My apologies, guys. Yeah. Money in the Bank review will be on Wednesday, and Double or Nothing review will be... I was be... waiting to see if you caught it. Oh, I... I I stop catching things once the weekend starts. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so double or nothing card here. Um, so they've got two uh, two matches that have been labeled as um, a pre-show, perhaps. One being this 21-man casino battle royale for an AEW championship shot in the future. Uh, so we've got names like Ace Romero, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., MJF, Joey Janela, Billy Gunn. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa, uh, uh, Jungle Boy. Um, a real big surprise here, Glacier uh, yeah. from, from from WCW. Um, he's uh, he's good friends with Cody, so it's not surprising to see him in a in a match. Uh, though it did you know put me off guard for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see who they. Um, who they give this uh, match to here? Because there's there's a lot of potential guys. Um, I'm I a little think. I'm a little upset that it's looking like AEW is going to go with the uh, kind of pre-show route. I don't like pre-shows. Mm. If you don't think that the match is going to be good enough to be on the main card, then why would you put it on the card at all? Right. I, I th- yeah. I mean, they might have like some kind of free TV option where it's like, hey, get ready for double or nothing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. here, here's a little taste of what you could you know what could be in store. Um, so I think that's interesting. I'm just not a huge fan of pre-shows. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like it, it it makes the show go on a little too long, mm-hmm. but then it also doesn't really do anything for the guys who are on the pre-show because it's like, hey, you almost made it. True. Not quite. I don't know. No, I, I, I get where you're coming from, yeah. though. Um, again, the winner of this match, not all the participants have been named, but the winner of this match would get a future AEW World Championship match. Um, I think that... From everything I can see here, uh, Joey Janela stands out. Mm-hmm. MJF stands out. Um, for some reason, Billy Gunn catches my eye. Yeah, <laughs> not one hundred percent sure why. Um, you know, he I mean he is a pretty solid talent though. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. Has I'm going a, Jimmy Havoc, man. Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. He has. He has he's got a shot. I, I like Jimmy Havoc a lot. I, I want him to be real big in AEW. So yeah, that'd be nice for him for sure. Uh, Kip Sabian, who I haven't seen a whole lot of personally, versus Sammy Guevara, who mm. I have seen a whole lot of. Uh, that'll also be a good match. Uh, that'll be on the pre-show. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Joey Janela, actually, they had a heck of a match uh, here in Austin uh, for Wrestle Circus recently. Nice. Um, so yeah, um, I believe they aired it on Twitch. So if you if you're able to go back and watch that one, definitely do so. Very very good. Um, Let's see here. So we've got uh, we've got some matches. Uh, best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, I've not seen too much of Angelico. I have seen Jack Evans, but I know that they they team really well together, and I've heard there's a lot of a lot to look forward to with those guys. Right on. Uh, best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. I'm a big fan of both of these guys yeah. here. They're they're pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm. I, I like Best Friends a lot. Um, I've only seen a couple matches from them. I'm not too familiar with Angelico and Jack Evans, um, but from what you've told me, sounds like it's going to be a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Beretta is awesome. Yeah. So 
this one's gonna be really good. Yeah, and I, and I like Chuck Taylor a lot too. He's a he's a funny guy. And yeah, I think even Trent and Chuck as singles competitors can both make a pretty big splash too. Mm. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Six woman tag team match: Aja Kong versus uh, uh, Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Emmy uh, Sakura uh, versus. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Hikaru. Hikaru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're. Yeah. Uh, Shida, uh, uh, Ryo, and Ryu uh, Mizunami. Yeah, yeah. I think I made it. No, I think you got through all of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've not seen any of these ladies perform ever. Nope. Uh, so this... I actually haven't seen any of the ladies that are currently signed to AEW. Okay. So, so that, uh, honestly, I'm pretty excited about it. There's a lot to look forward to then, mm-hmm. and from what I'm aware of. Uh, Kenny Omega uh, and Brandy Rhodes, obviously, too, mm. were uh, the spearheads for scouting the women's division. Uh-huh. And apparently, uh, this was unbeknownst to me for a long time, but apparently Kenny Omega, that's how he got into wrestling, was actually through Japanese women's wrestling. Interesting. Okay. Um, so if there is somebody out there who is a worldwide expert on women's wrestling, it would probably be Kenny Omega. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Uh, this this one I would definitely look forward to, especially if Kenny's putting his his stamp on this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Yeah, we're just now, I, I believe, in the last year or so, starting <laughs> to get really really solid uh, women's storylines mm-hmm. from WWE. So now that now that we have another promotion to get really solid women's storylines from, I'm excited. I am too. I am too. It's going to be great for sure. Um, SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus the Stronghearts, uh, Shima, T-Hawk, and L. Lindemann. Um, now, I've seen Shima. I definitely have seen SoCal Uncensored. Mm-hmm. Those guys are awesome. I've seen a little bit of T-Hawk. I haven't really seen L. Lindemann. Uh, but from what I'm aware of with these guys from OWE, uh, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, um, uh, this is definitely going to be another marquee one to pay close attention to. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, from everything that I've been told could certainly be a show stealer. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to that. Yeah. So sure. Cal censored every time they get in the ring is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're I'm a lot not, of fun. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with, uh, strong hearts, uh, Shima T Hawk and L Lindemann. But I have seen SoCal Uncensored, so if it's, it's anything like that, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time for sure. Uh, let me see here, Doctor Britt Baker, uh, who um, uh, she I think she's dating or engaged to Adam Cole. Hmm. Interesting. Gotcha. Uh, Is she actually a doctor? Yes, dentist. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Okay. I imagine that really comes in handy because it's like, oh, okay, you lost your teeth during the match? Yeah. Oh, I, I got the hook I up. got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, she can knock your teeth out and fix them. And in. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. Uh, again, uh, three ladies who I personally have uh, not seen too much of, mm-hmm. but I, I highly look forward to this here. Again, if Kenny's putting his stamp on this uh, women's division and you know, doing the scouting and, and of course, Brandy Rhodes her, herself as well. I, I expect big, big things here. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing for this card for me is the uh, obviously, you know, the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho match is going to be great. Adam, mm. Adam Page versus uh, TBD to TBD is going to be good. You know, uh, Young Bro- Young Bucks going to be good. I'm really excited for the women's matches and the mm-hmm. tag team matches more mm-hmm. than anything, just because, you know, the 
the people that are in charge of putting these matches together know what the hell they're doing yeah. and have proven that they know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And uh, the the women's and tag team division in WWE has been <laughs> So I'm super excited to, to really get a promotion that's backing it. Yeah, 100%. No, you're 100% right. Uh, I, I do not disagree with anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. A battle of eras. Yep. A battle of brothers. Yep. I, I really, really love the promos that they did. Yeah. Some of the best promos I've seen, honestly. In a long time. Yeah, really. And the, the Dustin Rhodes promo, super good. But the Cody promo, my God, that that might be the best promo I've seen. I was it, it was so good. I was actually a little bit emotional watching that. Yeah, one. it was like, yeah. wow, you really actually like brought home a lot mm-hmm. on this one here. He just sold it so well, and, and the story that they're that they're bringing up for this match is just fantastic. I know the match itself is going to be decent enough, mm. um, but just the every. All the buildup towards it has just been picture perfect. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that one I'm really looking forward to. I would want to see them bury the hatchet after this and hook mm-hmm. back up as a tag team. I know that we've got a few uh, brother tag teams here, like uh, the Lucha Bros and uh, the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think you know the Rhodes brothers. Might could, as well another one. Yeah, yeah. Could, could definitely be a standout there, too, mm-hmm. hopefully competing for the tag titles one day. Uh, speaking of Young Bucks, we've got the Young Bucks defending the AAA World Tag Team Championships. The AAA uh, is a organization from Mexico, of course. Uh, the Young Bucks uh, intruded a AAA show and took, uh, I think it was the, uh, uh, the Rey, Rey de Reyes uh, uh, show for AAA. And uh, they they took the titles off the Lucha Bros after they had just won it. Mm. So a lot of story there, a lot of drama and build has been taking place over the last uh, uh, few months uh, between these two teams. Um, this one has instant classic written all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I would think that the Lucha Bros probably will come away with a victory here. Mm-hmm. Um, just based off of everything that I've seen as far as the build to this goes. And it makes more sense here. They, they, the Lucha Bros have a, an exclusive deal that allows for them to go back and forth between AAA and, mm-hmm. and AEW as they please uh, or, or work with both organizations. It only makes the most sense to me that they would be the ones doing that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And plus the, the Young Bucks are a little bit more established um, than Lucha Bros are. So, I mean <laughs> – it, it, it makes sense for the Lucha Bros to go over here just because mm-hmm. you're 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 building them into a new promotion with AEW yeah. and, and uh, they need to go over it, and you want to showcase them exactly mm-hmm. exactly for yeah. sure. Uh, we, like if you're if you're going to an AEW show, you know who the Young Bucks are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Well, you you brought this one up earlier, and I'm super sad about it. Mm-hmm. I really am. Uh, originally scheduled. Uh, was going to be Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page versus Pac. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, due to some creative differences, uh, we will apparently not be having that match. Yeah. Um, Pac takes himself very seriously as being the Dragon Gate champion. 
right now. Uh, he does not want to be uh, shown as weak or have a loss on his record. So, and you, we see this with like the matches he's had that just recently with Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. and with Will Ospreay. They're either these matches are either ending in di- disqualifications or in countouts or you know whatever. So, um, th- or, or time limit draws for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> It's really unfortunate that we won't be getting Pac versus Adam Page. This kind of puts a little bit of a damper on things. Yeah. But because we're not about having dampers here on this show, Stephen, uh, let's play some If Wishes Were Fishes. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. Uh, so we asked you guys out there on the Twitterverse here um, if you had a person that you would like to put in uh, Pac's place for this match to face Hangman Adam Page. Who would it be? Uh, so, uh, just so that we can get your thoughts out here, you guys. Um, let me see here. Da, 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 da. So, are we doing our wishes or or our fans' wishes? Well, you know what? I'm a big stupid poo poo head. I actually did not send that tweet out. Womp, oh. Womp, womp. oh. Okay. Well, let's. Womp, womp. <laughs> Let's play some if wishes were fishes. Then. Uh, you and I, let's take this okay, thing on. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's an obvious first one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if wishes were were fishes. Yeah. Uh, AEW turns this poop into gold, and okay, we're not getting Hangman Adam Page versus Pac, but we are getting Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley. No. no. If wishes were fishes. If wishes were fishes. I mean, it, it just it makes a lot of sense. I think um, I, if they are in talks right now of uh, of getting John Moxley onto the AEW roster, they are one hundred percent trying to figure out how he can be in this show. That like that's without a doubt. If they are that far into the talks, and so if they are, you know, it's unfortunate that that Pac had to, you know, take his name out or whatever. Yeah. But if they are far enough along into the talks with, with Moxley, this is, this is a blessing in disguise, really, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm going to give that three killer whales. Oh, snap. Yeah, Cause I think John Moxley versus, uh, versus hangman Adam page. I think that would be a whale of a time. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Okay. Uh, oh, thank you. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm kind of. What, what were they? Killer whales. Killer whales. Three killer whales. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be killer and a whale of a time. Ah. Ah, look at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm trying to think of like who could it be because a lot of the guys that are already on their roster. Mm. are already booked for matches. Right. So it is... I mean, that's not necessarily saying they can't be in two. That is true. That is very, very true. And it doesn't mean either that they couldn't just, like, bring somebody in. That's what I'm saying with John Moxley. Yeah. Like, hmm. Let's see. What would be something outrageous here? Let's see. Boogeyman. There we go. If wishes were fishes, I'd book Hangman Adam Page versus the Boogeyman. (laughs) It it would catch everybody off guard. Yeah. Yeah. Hangman Adam Page would be in the ring. He'd be like, da da da. Uh, I've got my my jacket and my 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 uh, 
whatever the thing that is on his face. Mm-hmm. He's got his rope, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's the boogeyman. I'm coming to get you. And he and he comes out to the ring with the worms in his mouth. And I think people would be like, what the absolute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be So gold. you're serious. You're rolling with yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Why okay. the hell not? I thought you were Bo- kidding at first. The boogie. So I didn't think I would have to rate this. No, but, but the, now I have to think about it. <laughs> so give me a second. Um, uh, oh, so I'm just going to say right off the bat. Yes. Yeah, I would like that to happen. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. I think Adam Cole just completely destroy him, but I yeah. think that's you know that's kind of a given. Yeah, unless but... the boogeyman looks like super strong coming out from it. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just man, I want to see him again. Oh, uh... fantastic! So, yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with six sockeye salmon. That's a interesting choice yeah but they're like really vibrant and red much Ooh. like boogeyman in the blood <laughs> that, and his face that, paint if if the boogeyman was a fish it would look just like it would fish. look like the sockeye salmon the sockeye salmon yeah there we go i'll take it it's a good <laughs> it's a good fish for that yeah. pick <laughs> that, that's something i didn't think i needed Hangman Adam Page versus the Boogeyman. Yeah, I think I we need it now, though. I think we built it properly enough at this point. Man, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Well, go on, Stephen. Then, uh, if wishes were fishes, let's let's pick out another. Uh, let's pick out another person for Hangman Adam Page. Another person for Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really that many. No, 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 there, there, no, seriously, there, there are a lot. Uh, let's see here. Do you have another one? I do actually. Okay, let's go ahead with yours. Okay. So, uh, I'm kind of doing a throwback here. There's a guy who is completely independent. He's mm. not signed by anybody. Um, he is actually um. Kind of a controversial figure, uh, and he was actually at the All In show, the the original one. I'm going. I think I know where you're going with this. I'm going with Joey Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I think Joey Ryan would be an interesting pick. I I think there was rumors that he could be popping up in AEW, and I mean, from everything that I've understood, uh, he's worked closely with the guys. You know, before he's been on being the elite, I think it would make a lot of sense uh, for it to be Joey Ryan. Um, would he do AEW full-time? Uh, perhaps not. Uh, I mean, if he did, he would ha- definitely have to dial down a lot of what makes Joey Ryan <laughs> Joey yeah, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it would be something very, very interesting. Uh, and, and I think Joey would be a good opponent for Hangman Page. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that, yeah. Well, let's see. Let, let's see what kind of fishes we got here. I can, I can give that. Yeah. Let's see. There's, you know, one one thing I discovered uh, with this wishes for fishes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of fishes. There, there's a lot of fish out there. there. There's a lot of different fish. Um, so we're gonna go with a lined surgeon fish. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> one and a half lined surgeon fishes. Oh yeah. Uh, they're very bright, very green, very yeah. colorful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joey Ryan's a very colorful guy too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes a lot so of we're sense. We're going one and a half line surgeon fish. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds that sounds pretty fair. I like that. Yeah. You know, there, there's some pretty fish on this picture. Yeah, there, there are a uh, lot of pretty a, fish. Like a golden angel fish, yeah. but it's red. I don't know why it's golden. 
but yeah, no, mm. no, look at those fish. Mm. Um, so if wishes were fishes, yeah, Hangman Adam Page would face Marty Scroll. Oh, at, at double or nothing. Dang, I fell in love with Marty Scroll uh, watching Progress. And I haven't seen that many matches with him, but he just has this air about him. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a fantastic heel. And the character that he plays is just like, I, I don't even know. It's like, what would you equate his character to? The penguin from Batman. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Marty Scroll. I would love to see more of him. Mm. Uh, and I know once AEW uh, is doing, you know, monthly pay-per-views and, and weekly shows, I'm going to be watching a lot of AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, I would love for Marty Scroll to be on there. Yeah. And I mean, it, it would make a lot of sense. He was uh, a member of Bullet Club with all of mm-hmm. them. Um, he is in Japan right now, which I mean, he's doing the best of the Super Juniors. I I think he might be competing on Friday. Hmm. It would be tough, but I don't, it may not be outside the realm of possibility. Um, So that would be a good shout. That would be, that would make, that would make double or nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, four electric eels. Hmm. Because so that would be electric. It would be electric, and Marty Scrolls slippery and slithery, slithery yes. like, like, like a like an eel. Yes, uh, yeah. that's perfect. So uh, yeah, I think I think we covered that one pretty yeah. pretty well. <laughs> good, good. Any of those would be awesome. Good, honestly, good if wishes were fishes. Yeah. I, See, I was kidding about the boogeyman, but like now I would love <laughs> if it was boogeyman or Marty Scroll. Yeah, uh, that would be fantastic. Those, Why not both? Yeah, triple threat match, Boogeyman. No, I'm I'm saying a tag team between Marty Scroll and Boogeyman. Oh, really? Handicap match. <laughs> yeah, I mean Marty Marty Scroll needs to needs to get a, a villain association together. Yeah, yeah. What um, better way to do that than to team up with with the Boogeyman? He's got a really good tag team partner right now, a guy by the name of Brody King. If mm. y'all are familiar with Brody King, he's just this giant evil dude uh covered in tattoos super like athletic and um agile for his size nice. uh but yeah i think he would fit really well in the aew crew as well mm-hmm. um so maybe keep an eye out for that one too brody king brody king brody king brody king brody king <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously main event time yeah kenny omega chris jericho the rematch from wrestle kingdom 12 Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you don't really need to say much about this match. I mean, look at the names that are in this match. It's yeah. going to be fantastic, honestly. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jericho's uh, debuting a, a new uh, finish move, uh, mm-hmm. a, a spinning back elbow. Uh, he's been doing a lot of MMA training recently uh, at Dave Batista's MMA gym uh, down in Florida. So I'm thinking, you know, I mean, that could be something pretty interesting. Yeah. Can you better watch out for that strike? You know, I'm betting we're going to see – um, kind of like a, like a pretty jacked Jericho. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Cause he, he, obviously he's in great shape like that for a man of his age, for a man of his age, he's in great shape. Yeah. But he's looking a little, you know, yeah. just, just a little pudgy yeah. in, in new Japan. Yeah. Pudgy might not be the right word. Chris Jericho. I love you, man. I'm not trying you're, to, you're, you're still in far better shape than I hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but I, I think, I think we're going to see jacked. Jericho. Jacked Jericho. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that's a real strong possibility. Yeah, for sure. Especially with all the training he's been doing recently. Well, and 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 him doing this new finisher is a, it's an interesting um, development because, mm-hmm. in all honesty. I've never really known Jericho as a striker per right, se, right? Um, but I have known Jericho as a uh, as somebody who's obviously very skilled and very experienced. Mm. If there is somebody who can change his nature, or at least change the way that he uh, plays the game, well, and if there's somebody who knows properly where to hit somebody with an elbow, it's probably Chris Jericho. Yeah, very true. So, um. I, I mean, I personally would go with Kenny Omega in this match, but um, that's just that's just me. I think Kenny's coming away with the win, though he could put over Chris Jericho. I mean, I do see that as a possibility, too. Right on. Um, so that's AEW Double or Nothing. That's our preview. I hope you guys really enjoy the show, and obviously we'll cover it uh, next week uh, when we review the show after it's aired. Um, let's talk about something that gained a lot of traction. We, we tweeted out something earlier this week that got a lot of y'all's attention. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, um, this Wade Keller interview. Uh, there was a caller on the Wade Keller show, um, who said that he had, uh, friends, uh, he had, he had three friends who worked within WWE that were part of the writing team, Mm -hmm. uh, that were airing a lot of grievances and he let a lot of things be known. I personally aired to take some of this with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because we don't we we're not hearing from them directly. We're right. you know a source of a source really. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some interesting things here about um, Triple H being backstage, being frustrated, kind of putting an arm around some of the talents and uh, especially the NXT ones and kind of consoling them about the current state of affairs. Yeah. Um, about, uh, you know, uh, Triple H and Steph and Shane all kind of talking to Vince about, you know, and airing some of these frustrations. It didn't paint Vince in a very positive light. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, step back a little bit and kind of lay down what was really said on the uh, on the report itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of things came out um, basically about mostly about Vince McMahon and and the decisions that he makes on Raw. uh, again, take most of this with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff has been, uh, you know, it's hard to verify a lot. It's of this very stuff. hard to verify it. Um, but a lot of the stuff we, um, and it sucks to say this, but it kind of sounds true mm-hmm. uh, in, in some of the ways. You know, some people were saying how the wild card rule wasn't in the script, and yeah. and, uh, and you know, Vince is kind of just going around and and making all these changes, not really talking to anybody. Right. Um, if if he has a story that he wants, no other story is mm-hmm. as good. That is what's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Well, and and uh, I mean, it, it sounded like vindication for a lot of the the writing team from creative as well. And, mm-hmm. and I know that we in the past have talked about our frustrations with WWE's creative uh, direction, and we still do to this day. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, in no way, shape, or form do we directly hold the writing team around Vince McMahon directly responsible. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the responsibility lies with one man and one man alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, I mean, I'm sure that the the members of the creative writing team pitch him all sorts of ideas that are creative and out-of-the-box thinking and things that we as an audience would enjoy. Mm -hmm. But because it's not – it may not be one man's cup of tea, uh, we may never see those ideas uh, brought to life, unfortunately. Um, 
I uh, there was some aspects of this which I mean I think are quite obvious and, and that do vindicate this caller quite a bit, um, uh, particularly the one where you know they say that. Um, uh, Sammy Zayn's not the one who's coming up with these bits to come out and, and talk about on his segments week in and week out. That that's coming directly from Vince himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vince is known to do that on commentary. Vince is known to do that in all sorts of different ways. Um, he uh, JBL for a long, long time was the talking piece for Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely see that Sammy Zayn coming out is Vince airing his own grievances about you know uh, his audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing too, and I think this is also pretty obvious is that, um, the caller noted that from everything that they've been told, uh, by these, uh, three members of WWE's staff, that there's no change in, uh, direction or no chance of Vince stepping down, uh, once he starts doing the XFL, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, to me, very unsettling. Extremely. You know, if we're getting... And this is going to sound super hard on WWE. Obviously, we do a wrestling show. I, I love WWE. I, I, yeah, I, we want to, we want them to do well. But with, if this is the product that we're getting from WWE when Vince is completely focused on it, what what kind of product are we going to get when he's only half focused on it? Right. You know. Well, and and it, and it's sad to say, but with Vince advancing in age, I mean. Is it really the most positive thing for him to be taking these two things on being? Is it really the most possible thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's. A good I mean, question. I don't know. I, I have a lot of things going on in my life and I can barely <laughs> do it, let alone running two multi-billion yeah, dollar companies. Yeah, be, being the owner of a of a football organization and being the owner of a wrestling organization. And you're 76 years old. And Yeah. You're, yeah. It's a lot, man. It, it's a lot. You know, um, I, I wish Vince the best and I, 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 I want him to turn it around. Yeah. I want him to turn it around, but I mean, it's not looking like it. Yeah. Hope, it doesn't sound like it. Hopefully this AEW thing coming before Vince needing to do XFL will be a major wake up call and he'll find some way to just dissociate himself from the running, the day-to-day running of yeah. WWE. And hopefully he puts it in the, the hands of the people who we sh- who should be trusted most here. Yeah. Uh, Triple H and maybe to a, a lesser extent, may- maybe Steph and Shane. Yeah. I think Steph, I, I don't think to a lesser extent, I think that mm-hmm. should be the dream team. Yeah. To be honest, like <laughs> Triple H, K- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, Triple H understands the wrestlers. Yeah, Steph and Shane understand the business. Yeah, um, I, I really think that that is the way to go. Uh, mm. un- unfortunately, I think uh, that AEW almost D- WWE is going to have to suffer a lot before uh, changes that need to happen do happen. Yeah, you know, and it it sucks, but. Uh, WWE is going to have to take some punches before they realize really what's going on here. Yep. You know, hundred percent. And I think a, a perfect person that exemplifies this is Ricochet. Yeah. Ricochet's booking has been, um, schizophrenic as of late. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. Um, I do hope that he does have a really good showing in money, the bank and they pick things up for him mm-hmm. uh, because he really does deserve to be a star and, and, and having losing outings to, Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode uh, with really no build at all yeah. is really disappointing. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we could we could go on and on about mm. disappointing things in WWE right now. <laughs> to to be honest, you know, uh, I I love WWE. I love the art of wrestling. Um, but they're not they're not giving us a lot to be to be happy with or or to be excited about uh, us fans. You know, let's talk about something that has made us really happy. Mm. Uh, there's some great tournaments going on. There's and I some know freaking great tournaments going on right now. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I know we've been rambling for weeks about them, but really in all seriousness, best of the super juniors from new Japan has been awesome mm. as of recent. Um, you know, uh, there've been some great matches. There've been some guys who are really turning the corner and becoming stars, uh, for new Japan, like show and yo from Rapongi three K. Uh, they've really had some great outings. Um, even some of the guys that um, that you would normally expect this from, you know, guys like Will Ospreay has been good. El Fantasmo had his debut and he was fantastic. Shingo nice. Takagi nice. has been great. Um, uh, he's undefeated in the tournament so far. Bandito's had a really good showing, and then our friend, of course, Jonathan Gresham, he's doing well. Mr. Octopus, Mr. Himself. Mr. Octopus himself, he's doing very, very well uh, in 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 ring. Um, we just need those results to, you know, to translate into, into wins. I got you. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so I think he's got a really bright future there himself too. Um, we keep seeing these vignettes of a possible Britishman, uh, mm-hmm. Englishman coming over to, uh, new Japan to feud with, uh, Juice Robinson. If it was up to me and it's not, but if it was, um, and Jonathan Gresham's got a particularly good tag team partner by the name of Chris Brooks, yeah. uh, who would be awesome uh, for New Japan, uh, either the, them two as singles competitors or yeah. uh, rehashing, uh, you know, CCK. Yeah, I just uh, I just watched uh, Chris Brooks in uh, my first ever singles match, uh, watching him mm-hmm. in uh, Super Strong Style. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, he's really good. That guy makes it look so easy. Yeah, he's just like, all right, I'm gonna kick you in the face now. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Yep, you know, like <laughs> very effortless. Very effortless. Yeah. yeah. Um, a big big fan of his. He turned down being in NXT UK, mm. uh, which is an interesting career move for him. Yep. I think obviously he he wants to make sure he has as many irons and as many fires as possible. And sure. I think if he did go to New Japan, I think it would be a great. Uh, a great move mm. for sure. Um, uh, but speaking of Chris Brooks, obviously you mentioned super strong style 16 tournament. You finally watched night one. Yes. Finally got through night one. Uh, we're not going to break down the whole review just yet. Right. We have plans for that. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, but <laughs> uh, what, what were your overall thoughts with this being like your first, like real introduction to, into a um, progress wrestling show, man. Freaking fantastic! Um, the the wrestling is the actual in ring action is just on another level uh, mm-hmm. than than uh, what we get in in WWE and honestly what we get in some NXT matches I, I would say shots fired sorry oh. um, but man super strong style sixteen is just fantastic um, the during the first day. I don't want to go too much into the matches, but um, <laughs> what were some of those the matches that you liked most from day one? So the absolute best match that I saw day one was uh, Jordan Devlin versus Lucky Kid. Yeah, um, that was a good match. Lucky Kid is awesome. He just has <laughs> a really, really cool character about him. Also pretty talented in the ring. Mm-hmm. Jordan Devlin, though. Yeah. 
Holy crap. Yeah. He, you know, we talked about Chris Brooks looking effortless. Mm. Jordan Devlin, even when he's getting messed up, he's in control. Yeah. It's nuts. Like he, he just, he has the mind games and he, he knows, oh, you're grabbing my arm here. All right. I'm going to go for your leg here. And it's just, um, oh, Jordan Devlin is awesome. When, when I first saw Jordan Devlin and when he got a lot of exposure to the WWE audience, uh, when they first started up NXT UK, Mm. uh, or or even just the, the UK tournaments with the, with the UK championship, um, he got really slandered, I think pretty unfairly by a lot of people. They were calling him like, like Finn Balor light or like, Mm. or like diet Finn Balor. All right. Yeah. I was like, you know, okay. There's obviously comparisons there because, uh, Finn trained Jordan Devlin, mm-hmm. but Jordan Devlin's his own guy. Mm-hmm. Like he is absolutely spectacular here in this showing. Um, he he's and there's more to come. Obviously, with you watching mm-hmm. night two and night three here, um, so I I really think that uh, Jordan Devlin's going to break out. Yeah, really, really big sooner oh, yeah. rather than later. For sure, yeah. Um, I, I can, I definitely see the comparison in the styles between Finn Balor and and Jordan Devlin. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with Finn Balor, he's more of, and this isn't a knock on either of them. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like with Finn Balor, he's more of like an explosive. I need to get this done right now in order to win. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jordan Devlin has a very meticulous plan yeah. to the match, and, and he knows. He knows down to the wire where he needs to be at any given time, and and he portrays that really well throughout the match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely similar, but just a little bit different. He seems like a better, more well-rounded yeah. wrestler. Yeah, not again, not a knock to Finn Balor. No, but no. I, I definitely expect that Jordan Devlin could surpass Finn Balor. Yeah, in in a, in a lot of different aspects. Well, what's uh. How old is Jordan Devlin? Uh, good question. And how old is Finn Balor? Uh, Finn is a uh, Finn is probably in his mid thirties, I would say. Really? Let me see here. Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, Finn Balor is thirty-seven. So he's oh wow, yeah, he's getting up there. You would never know by his no, physique. No, um, maximum thirty-one. I would have guessed. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah, he's a uh, crazy. Yeah, he is very, very interesting. Um, and then Jordan Devlin, he's about my age. He's twenty nine. Okay. okay. So yeah. Jordan Devlin still has a lot of time. He's got a lot of time. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And for him to be this good at twenty nine, mm-hmm. man, him and Will Osprey are very, very uh, talented prodigies. Yeah. Both really. I getting, was going to use the word prodigy as well. Yeah. Both getting their starts in NXT and uh, not NXT. Um, progress rather um and then like on the flip side of the coin you've got guys like pete dunn and and tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. neither of which unfortunately were uh at this tournament they're kind of more yeah. full-time uh now but if you if you do subscribe to progress wrestling which i recommend for sure that you do um definitely check out their whole catalog you will see guys like trent seven pete dunn tyler Bate. uh obviously Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano was uh, was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who I'm a really big fan of, Mark Haskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, yeah. in Ring of Honor now, but yeah, Mark Haskins is great. Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. Zack Saber Jr., Samoa Joe made yep. a cameo appearance once. Matt Riddle was there mm-hmm. for a while. Adam Cole. Adam Cole made some cameos. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Roderick Strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Lots of big big names guys yeah yeah 
lots of big names. And, and and again, if this is your introduction to progress wrestling, definitely recommend checking out this year's Super Strong Style first, mm-hmm. and then going all the way back. Yeah. Uh, you, I would say, and and this is not a knock to progress. Yeah, I would say probably your first ten shows are about are, are pretty skippable. Mm. Uh, what I would try and do is find where the Will Osprey Jimmy Havoc feud begins, yes. and then go forward from there because yeah. it only gets better, and you get a real nice introduction to all these stars that we just named off. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we do have a quick mailbag that I want to get to because you know uh, that's just what we do. Yeah, you know here at Headlock Talk, Got the, the mail sack, the mail sack. <laughs> Wait. Crap, did we say that on air last time or no? I don't know if we did or not. Mail sack. Mail sack. M-A-I-L. Oh, not M-A-L-E? No. It's not not the mail sack? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're talking about postage. Uh, You know, now that I'm saying it on air, I'm pretty sure we decided to not say that on air last time. (laughs) And then I just uh, just did it anyway, so you're welcome, listeners. Well, the, the mail's out of the bag now. There's no more mails in the sack. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let's open up some mail here. From Clotheslined. Let's open up some sacks. Oh, goodness. All right, All we right. can cut that. Sorry. <laughs> from from Clotheslined uh, on Twitter. They are on Twitter at Clotheslined, uh, spelled with two Ds. Uh, they write to us again asking, who's the best physique in pro wrestling right now? It's got to be Taji Ishimori. Dude is Man, he's up there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's up there He's up sure. there. Um, um, I mean, you can't really take anything away from guys like Finn Balor or Will Ospreay, either, yeah. though. Um, it's a different type of physique. Right. But still very, very much, like, in shape, you know? Right. I mean, if we're talking about, like, like six-pack abs, I mean, like... Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, well, <laughs> well yeah, if we're that, talking straight physique, not I mean, wrestling that, talent. I mean, that dude is, a, a like, a genetic, like, yeah. monster. Yeah, exactly. Um... Hmm. I mean, if if we're going straight, just like physique, I, I think I would have to go with Bobby Lashley, honestly. Yeah, that's really that's a really hard choice. But if we're going with like actual wrestling talent, yeah. then uh, might go to someone else. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bobby Lashley's pretty good pick. Taiji Ishimori's really good. I would say Finn Balor's up there as well. Dude, uh, uh, uh Kenny Omega, uh, Tony Nice. Tony Nese is jacked, Tony, dude. Tony Nese is yeah. pretty jacked. Tommaso Ciampa looked pretty jacked too when he came back. Yeah, uh, he yeah. had he had the the, the six pack and mm. was rocking some some big biceps and triceps. Yeah, um, yeah. Say, is this uh, Candice LeRae has a pretty? I was good about physique. to say, is this male wrestlers? Because <laughs> this can go real PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah, I just uh, you know, I didn't want to gush over all the guys. You yeah, know, I had to throw in Candice LeRae yeah. there for the to save face. Okay, <laughs> Alexa Bliss just to save face. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, that's that's our official headlock talk answer. Candice LeRae and Alexa, and Bliss, Alexa Bliss have the best physiques <laughs> in all of wrestling. Um, you can thank my wife later. Thanks, Clothesline. <laughs> Thanks, Clothesline, for your question. <laughs> uh, at Sports Opinions Podcast, again, that's um, at Sports Opinion 30 on Twitter, they ask, will Ric Flair have a future in WWE after his recovery, or will he start uh, – will, will he get start sidelined for his – or? Start sideline for his health. I, I think I understand what they're asking here. Um, I mean, we really haven't seen much of Ric Flair in the recent anyway, mm-hmm. right? Like like WrestleMania 35 seemed to be kind of a one-off kind of thing where yeah. he got involved in the Triple H-Batista right, match. Right, right. Oops, spoilers. Anyway. 
um, I mean, yeah, he's going to be there. I yeah. mean, he's, he's not just going to go away forever. Uh, now do, do I think he'll be like there every week? Mm. Uh, you know, ringside? No, mm. I, I don't think that, but I don't think he's going anywhere, especially with Charlotte, uh, still being in there. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's going to be around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think he'll, he'll still have a presence. He'll still be, I mean, he's obviously a legend. Yeah. So he'll still, you know, have his place in WWE, but I mean, we never expected to see a Ric Flair on TV much anyway, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would say he's probably going to have the same, uh, if not a little bit less, uh, overall influence than what yeah. he had previously. I mean, honestly, I was really surprised that he was a part of that, uh, triple H Batista feud. Um, but I figured that they were just going to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I, I, I will say I was surprised about, um, you know, Dave attacking Ric Flair before his, what was it like hall of fame ceremony or birthday? It was his birthday. It was right? his birthday. Um, 70th birthday. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, that was going to be a real thing. Ric Flair was going to come out. They were all going to be like, hey, Ric Flair, hey, 70th birthday, woohoo. And then that was, and then we weren't going to see Ric Flair for a long time. So I was super surprised that he was in that feud at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he'll be around, but not yeah. going to be big. Um, Philly Sports Passion Podcast writes into us again. They are at Philly uh, SP Podcast on Twitter. Uh, they ask you, they have asked three questions actually. One, do you think they announced the replacement for Pac versus Page, or do they leave it as a mystery opponent? Uh, that way it's more of a surprise. I lean towards the latter here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They lean as a, as a mystery. Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Get some, some tension here. Yeah. Do you, I mean, they, with, with matches like Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros <laughs> and Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, yeah. they don't need to build like a crazy amount of hype like right. it's it's there well and they've only know? got a week yeah that too yeah you know, i mean that's not a lot of time what's one one week of hype gonna do nah. yeah yeah uh do you got number two uh do you guys think the replacement is uh, other than moxley which is the hot name replacement now um i, I guess do we think that it's john moxley i think chances are fair mr sure. anderson do you think that it's going to be Mr. Anderson? <laughs> or was that like a Matrix reference? No, it was, it was oh. Mr. Anderson. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ken Anderson comes yeah. back and ruins the whole show uh-huh. uh, because he's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, <Mr>. Yeah. <laughs> Anderson. Um, no, I think we, we touched on this uh, during If Wishes Were Fishes. Mm. So I hope that we gave you some good answers there, Philly Sports Podcast, uh, Philly Sports Passion Podcast, uh, in regards to. Who it could possibly be? Marty Skull, please. Yeah. Please. Uh, Boogeyman, though. But <laughs> Honestly, though, you you guys think we're kidding. I, I would love for this to happen. And just have Adam Page just, like, super confused, like, what the hell's going it's on? the Boogeyman. Yeah, and you got Boogeyman walking down with his crazy walk. Yeah, and oh, man. Yeah, all the worms all hanging the worms. out. Oh, yeah. Uh, more importantly, I think here's a here's a good question. What's the future for Pac and AEW is, is also what they ask. And I think that it's um, – I mean it's pretty cut and dry. I think that he's there for the long haul. I just think that him being the Dragon Gate champion right now kind of – muddles things because he does take that role very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, I I would imagine and I would hope that somebody internally within AEW, I could think of four names at least that come to mind, uh, sit down and have a talk with them and be like, listen, 
this is serious too. We're paying you to perform for us right. as well. You know, what is it going to take for you to actually play ball with us now? Right. Um, so, I mean, will it take Dragon Gate caving in a little bit and having Pac drop the title? Uh, I mean, possibly. Um, I, I think that that could smooth things over, though I know Pac takes himself very, very seriously as a champion. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Look at what happened when he was the cruiserweight champion, mm-hmm. he got dismissed, uh, you know, by Vince and uh, was made a fool of, and he stormed out. Mm-hmm. You know, so rightfully so, I think Pac um, Pac has a reason why he feels the way he feels, but I do think that he needs to start playing ball a little bit here too. Yeah, well, I mean, I I understand his his thoughts and feelings towards it, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta think this isn't the same promo, man. You know, like. We're, we're not looking to take anything away from you. We want to build you. Right. You know, and uh, I agree with you. I, I, I don't know what it's going to take for him to, to have to play ball, but uh, I think that would be the smartest decision for him. Yep. You know, absolutely agree. Well, uh, Stephen, uh, we still have the interview uh, with the one and only queen of N.E. Mm-hmm. here uh, coming right up. Uh, but before that, do you have anything else for uh, for our listeners? Uh, I mean, not really. Watch Super Strong Style 16. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you're missing a lot. I still haven't seen Day 2 and 3. Oh. Looking forward to that. It's going to be really, really good. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear from you about Day 2 and Day 3. Yeah. And once again, we have a big surprise planned as far as uh, getting those shows covered for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, we want to find some interesting perspectives here. And so if you guys are willing to go out of your way. If, if you're, if you're that kind of fan and you enjoy what we've talked about, about the progress uh, show so far, um, I highly recommend uh, demand dash progress sign up. It's only about eight bucks a month or so you get all the back catalog. You get all the shows as they come out. Um, I think it's like a week delay normally from when they're uh, from when they take place to when they actually get uploaded onto demand progress. Mm-hmm. But we would love to have you guys join in on the conversation. If you're big wrestling fans and you want to see great wrestling, if you're tired of seeing the WWE product or frustrated, well, this is definitely one for you. Yeah. Um, so keep us in mind. Let us know. Uh, again, uh, we're going to sign off here. But again, immediately following us signing off. We've got the interview with the Queen of NE as she's mm-hmm. heading to uh, Money in the Bank tonight. Yeah. Uh, so big shout out to jealous. the Queen. Yeah, super yeah. jealous. Yeah. A shout out to the Queen for uh, us letting uh, us letting her interview us or mm-hmm. uh, and, and us interview her uh, mm-hmm. on this occasion. Um, you can find all of our episodes online. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube, of course. Uh, so definitely don't forget to hit that subscribe button, ladies and gentlemen. We surely appreciate you guys listening to us so far. And a big thank you to our listeners uh, who uh, always tune in and, and catch our episodes and leave us feedback. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, big, you know, big you know, shout out to all of you guys uh, for doing so. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Uh, and if you really like us, uh, you can always write into us um, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if you have questions or even if you want us to, you know, if you even if you want to ask us something or, you know, tune into the show, we would certainly love to if hear you want us to talk about something. Yeah, yeah. We, we're always open to feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you. And again, don't forget, uh, hit that subscribe button and give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, whatever your choice of uh, streaming service is. Uh, other than that, I've been Tanner. 
I think I'll still be Tanner. Wait, you you have been? I have Tanner? been. Oh, are you Tanner currently? <sighs> Maybe I'll get a name change. Oh no. Um, I'll have to think about this one. But I know that you're Stephen Grudy, the one, the only Stephen Grudy. I am. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a pleasure, y'all. Again, stay tuned right after this for the the interview that we have with the Queen of Any. It's been a pleasure, y'all, and thank you again for listening. Later, y'all. Later. Talk. Uh, We actually have a special guest this week, Uh, none other than the one, the only, the Queen of N.E. is with us here. Uh, Queen, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Not too bad. Not too bad. Good. <laughs> well, that's good. It is my honor and privilege to be on a Headlock Talk. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're excited to have you. <laughs> um, so uh, t- tonight's actually a really big night for, for you in particular. You're actually going to Money in the Bank tonight. I am going to Money in the Bank tonight, which is kind of wild. Um when these tickets popped up and they were in Hartford, I was like, oh, well, then I have to go. I'm not far away from there at all, so let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah. No, no totally. Make, makes all the sense to me, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, before we dive into all the AEW-ness, um, let, let's talk about you know Money in the Bank a little bit. Is there uh, Are there matches or, or is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to most tonight? I think what's cool about Money in the Bank are the actual briefcase ladder matches, right? That's Mm -hmm. the whole reason we're here. It's called Money in the Bank for a reason. They put on really cool ladder matches. You're going to get some great spots with the individuals that are in these matches. Particularly, I think the men's, we're going to see some really cool spots from Ricochet and uh, Mustafa and... That's going to be really cool to see. I'm also really interested how the ladies are going to work now that Alexa is out and Nikki Cross is in. Very mm-hmm. interested to see how she's going to perform on this massive pay-per-view. This this is her biggest thing since being called up. So this is a huge deal for her. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Kofi versus Kevin Owens. I'm really looking forward to seeing my what I would consider and other people might consider a dream match between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. Um, the rest I could probably take or leave, but, um, you know, and, and that includes the women. I'm, I don't like Lacey Evans. I'm not really excited to see her. Um, oh, come on. You're not excited for Roman Reigns versus Elias? <laughs> I'm probably going to go get a pretzel during that time. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> because Bobby Lashley isn't anywhere in sight, thank God, I will probably use that as my uh, bathroom break. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sorry, uh, Roman, uh, but no. <laughs> yeah, so in general, I'm looking forward to it, though. I think it's going to be fun. Um, the Cruiserweight is, I think, going to be a great showing. I'm excited for that, even though it's in the pre-show. Um, yeah, overall, I think it's going to be pretty solid, and I'm hoping for some shenanigans. This is the pay-per-view where almost anything can happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and, and it's going to it's gonna give a lot of, um, uh, I guess, notice for the future for sure as to how things should shake mm. up. Yeah. Is there anybody uh, for tonight's Money in the Bank who stands out to you most uh, for both the men's and the women's uh, as far as maybe possible winners? I think Andrade is going to take the briefcase. That's my pick. Oh. And I'm picking Bailey to win the women's Money in the Bank. Hmm. Um, okay. Those were my two original gut feelings at the beginning when they first announced this match. Or, well, actually, these matches, respectively. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been swayed otherwise since. I could see it going other ways. I wouldn't be surprised if it does, right? This is kind of unpredictable. 
But I think this moment and who they choose to win these cases and how these matches play out tonight Mm. is going to really be an eye-opener for us WWE fans. What direction are they going in? Are they going to start to cement some storylines and kick their butts in gear? Or are we going to get same old, same old? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I 100% agree with that for sure, especially considering with uh, uh, all the news regarding AEW now, mm. I, I think it's prime time for them to, like you said, uh, kick their butts into gear. Yeah. Well, they uh, need to, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you mentioned Andrade. I mean, do you think it's any possibility that he might consider, um, or, or even Bailey to that degree, might consider challenging for the titles on the other brands? I, I know both are on SmackDown. I mean, do you think it could be a possibility you see Andrade or Bailey or both try and challenge for the Raw titles rather than the SmackDown ones? It's highly possible. I see it more with Bailey than I do Andrade. Uh-huh. With this whole wild card rule, uh, it's kind of like the Wild West. We're not really <laughs> sure what it means. They haven't given us any definition. <laughs> they mm-hmm. haven't like explained it really, and it's already <laughs> changed a couple of times. So, like, who really knows what's happening? Um, but I could see, right? And in, in my predictions, I picked Becky was going to go over Lacey, and I picked that Charlotte was going to be nine time. Mm. And I mm. think, you know, Becky's going to be like, okay, well, I have one belt left. I'm good. She mm-hmm. just went through two matches. I also think that Lacey's going to beat her down after she loses. So she's huh. going to be vulnerable. And then she's going to go through a match with Charlotte, which we know is going to be a ringer. And then she's going to be vulnerable. And if I were Bailey, my pick to win, that would be a time I would come down and destroy her. And what better way to shock the system, <laughs> no pun intended, than <laughs> to come down the ramp, give like you know the four horsemen wave to charlotte as she passes her like you think it's going to be her right and then she bypasses her and goes right to becky and what shocking moment could it be if we end up with becky no belts Ooh. oh man i mean that'll make some waves don't you think uh, yeah that would be intense <laughs> it really would be just a oh. thought i don't know if it'll happen but if anybody's going to cash in, I feel like it's going to be the women tonight and not the men. I think they're going to tease the men to mm-hmm. see what they're going to do, like where, where it's going to end up. No, I mean, I definitely think that there's a lot of credence to everything that you just said. Yeah. I think that would be I think those that would be how uh, one would do a professional booking of that show. Uh, I, ho- <laughs> I hope that they uh, that they go in some of these directions here that we're talking about. Um, I, I've actually got a, a general question for. Uh, for both of you here, um, kind of, kind of a, you know, a walk down memory road, if you will. But before yeah. we get to that, uh, you did mention the dream match here, uh, and and I, I think Stephen and I both agree here. Uh, AJ versus Seth is a, a definite dream match. Mm-hmm. Who do you see coming out on top for that? Seth Rollins is going to retain here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you I, think so I too. Good. Agree. Mm-hmm. Team Seth Rollins, not because I'm particularly liking Seth Rollins, but I think that's where the storyline is building. Hmm. Yeah, I just think with with Seth Rollins as champion right now, we really haven't gotten that much from him. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's been a lot of you know bland scripted uh, scripted promos, and you know, in in my opinion, a couple lackluster matches. Um, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's time to take it off of him just yet. We need mm-hmm. a little bit more from him. Yeah, I like I, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was gonna say I like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was agreeing. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I definitely agree with that for sure. I think it would be a surprise if AJ took the belt off of Seth. Um, I, I would even consider it a, even a, maybe even a bit of an upset if AJ took the belt off of Seth. But we'll just have to wait and see. I really do hope that they give these guys a lot of time. Um, you know, if they gave them, <laughs> I, I know this is like a if wishes were fishes scenario here, <laughs> but um, if uh, if they gave them 25 or 30 minutes, I think it would be a barn burner. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, that's a lot to ask on a yeah. WWE card, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> we can we can try to have nice things. I don't yeah, know that we, we're going to get try. it, but we're going to try. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about AEW, and I know um, uh, you and and all the the awesome folks over at Brainbuster Radio are uh, doing a big AEW week this week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are your uh, initial impressions here of the AEW uh, to TNT TV deal? I'm psyched. I'm really excited. It's on a channel that's easily accessible, <laughs> not yeah, like yeah. freaking Pursuit. Like, what is that? I don't get that channel. I can't watch you, Impact. I have to watch you on Twitch. I, I don't know what else I can do here. Yeah. This is very easily accessible. This is a big deal. They're going to be on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. It's going to be filling that void for when SmackDown leaves Tuesdays and goes to Fridays. What a great time slot for them to take it, you know? I'm really excited to see how long the program is going to be. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to how they're going to be booking said program. How are they going to line up these matches? What are going to be the results of Double or Nothing and Fight for the Fallen? And how are those two things going to tie into their very first episode and their very first season on TNT? It's so interesting to speculate about and and research into and talk about with other Mm -hmm. people because of how new this is going to be. With not only the group of people, but the program in general, I think is going to be very different. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, and, and I do remember, even as, as young as I was, when WCW did their first show, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, they, when they first hit TNT, um, and, and how big and exciting that was and all the build that went into it. So that was particularly awesome. I think I'm getting a lot of the same vibes. I hope that they... They don't go down the same road as WCW, of course. Um, but it is interesting how uh, Turner basically has agreed that AEW would be supplied with enough money to do all the production for their shows, and then also having like an ad split deal where they're you know they're getting extra funding. So a lot of people mm-hmm. were talking about you know, uh, well, will, will AEW have to pay to be on TV? And it definitely doesn't seem to be the case here. Mm. Um, what would you um, kind of go again, going down this um, uh, memory lane here um, as far as AEW is concerned, I know that with WCW, they had Lex Luger come out on their first episode. Do you expect any kind of uh, extra surprises or anything like that possibly for um, AEW's first show on TNT? I'm going to say, yeah, I think there are, there are individuals we'll put that with a big S that are very <laughs> interested in what AEW is doing, mm. but maybe locked down, so to speak mm. in other areas. And they may have to wait, you know, they may have to ride something out for a little while. Mm. And after that has been ridden to its conclusion, they may or may not show up on episode number one of AEW. I'm just saying it's highly possible. 
Okay. Well, cool. Cool. I don't know what it's going to be per se, right? I can't see into the future, but I'm going to say that for their first episode, they're going to want to make even a more massive splash than they are right now. So I, I could see that happening. I mean, honestly, at this point, they, they've teased a lot of, uh, you know, different acquisitions and stuff like that. They have the buying power to, mm. to pull off uh, some kind of crazy surprise like that. Um, like you said, Queen, maybe not on the first episode, uh, just because, you know, timing may not be on their side with some scenarios, but they definitely have the buying power for it. And so I would be surprised if we don't get some kind of crazy, uh, you know, off the wall acquisition like that, you know, something unexpected. Yeah, I agree. Right. Are there any names that the, either of the two of you uh, have that uh, you, you think could be possibilities? I mean, there's one <laughs> obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to take everyone's answer. <laughs> Go for it, honey. I'll probably back you up. <laughs> I mean, it, it's almost set in stone at this point. I think that uh, we'll we'll be seeing John Moxley on AEW sooner rather than later. I think so too, and I think it's going to be a lot sooner than later. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, and and uh, Jack uh, Jack Swagger, uh, he would be an. Uh, we Steve and I were talking about him off air just a moment ago. I think he uh, he would be an interesting pickup as well, yeah. um, if if that's something that he can flex with his uh, his Bellator commitments, of course. Um, that would be very interesting. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, are there any matches that you would like to see booked um, uh, on that first episode of AEW TV? Well, I would love to see what they're going to do based off of the match of Double or Nothing. The 21-man Casino Battle Royale is supposed to be for the future up-and-coming AEW Heavyweight Championship. So I would mm -hmm. love to see how that story is going to start to get flushed out on that first episode. How are they going to showcase that? How are they going to build a story between these two people? Because what they have, you know, in between, right? They have some stuff happening between now and October, but it's not going to be visible and present on a weekly daily basis. So mm -hmm. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to build social media ways. They're going to have to do promos. They're going to have to do stuff at fight for the fallen. So there's things they're going to have to do to build towards that. But I'm very curious and interested how that match is going to be built and told the story. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's definitely, that's definitely good. I, I know people, uh, you know, there was there was a bunch of different matches being called out, and 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 we had a uh, a little Twitter poll here um, for the show, and there were people talking about like, uh, you know, doing like Pac versus Kenny and that kind mm. of thing. There. <laughs> Speaking of Pac, uh, oh, did God. you? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Though. I do. Um. So, f kind of fill in the blanks here, if 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 you can. Um. What. I mean, is there anybody who stands out to you that you would see or want to see take Pac's place in that match with Adam Page at Double or Nothing? Um, you know, when Moxley gives me a vignette and the dice says 25, mm -hmm. he's telling me he's going to be somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And originally my thought was, well, maybe he'll be the 21st man in this battle royal and he'll just make waves that way, right? Because we had everything kind of all set. Mm. Now I'm thinking, well, if this is this is really happening, okay, if this is really a work, I mean, I, excuse me, a, not a work, and it's really happening, I would love that. 
I think that would be awesome. And I don't know that we're going to know anything until right before the pay-per-view. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. I, I think, uh, you know, like we said, we're going to see John Moxley sooner rather than later. I think, <laughs> I think he's looking to jump in head first, yep. really just, you know, like get out of the unfortunate situation that he's been in for the past few months mm. and really just go in really strong. So yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Plus, he'll be a great... I mean, he's not going to be the same type of heel as Pac. Pac is his own animal, and he's so great at mm -hmm. what he does. The whole narrative of what he did at the show last night was perfect for his character. It makes you think about, you know, what he stands for as a wrestler as well, which, you know, mm. that's a whole other discussion. But having another heel step into that role, such as Moxley, and coming in real hot, I think that's going to be super i would like to say it personally yeah, yeah. no I, I completely agree there um let, let's kind of take a, a stroll through the the double or nothing card real mm -hmm. quick here and uh, I, I would definitely we definitely want to get your thoughts on this here queen okay. um so we we kind of covered you know page and uh mystery opponent let's say mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh um, SoCal Uncensored uh, with uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scor Scorpio Sky will be taking on the Strong Hearts uh, led by Shima. Um, I think it's going to be he'll be with T Hawk and L Lindemann. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've not seen too much of T Hawk and L Lindemann per se, but I know with Shima, you know, if these are guys who are handpicked by him, <laughs> they got to be good. Um, you know, so with wins and losses meaning a whole lot more with AEW, uh, what, what do you see kind of transpiring here with, with this match? For people who have not checked out OWE, -O -E, you need to do that immediately. Okay. Because <laughs> it is nothing you've ever seen before. I <laughs> can say that in, in all honesty. And I was just talking about this with JPQ. And as we all know, he's the guy that knows pretty much a little bit about everything or a lot of bit about something. And <laughs> even he was like, I had to look them up and figure out what was going on. They are innovators in the wrestling business. And you are going to have your minds blown oh, with man. these people. This match has the most potential, I think, to broaden people's minds as to mm. what AEW is going to give them with this partnership. Y'all aren't ready for this if you haven't mm. seen it. Oh, I'm man. telling you it's going to be a shocker. And with these wins and losses, you know, I think SCU is going to do the veteran thing, and I think they're going to put these new talents over, and I think Stronghearts are going to win. Yeah, no, that sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen very little of OWE. Mm. Um, I think I saw a, a clip that they had. I think there was some kind of like a international talent show that was going on, mm. kind of like um, like America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. Well, I don't know where where exactly this was, but uh, there were some OWE guys there, and yeah, uh, I mean, just a little snippet of what I saw was pretty impressive. Oh yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose and Kylie Ray. Now, I know I've, I've seen a lot of Britt Baker. Kylie Ray and Nyla Rose, though, are a little bit new to me. Uh, do, you, do you know anything about these uh, these three ladies? So I like Kylie Ray a lot. You know, she's smiley Kylie. She's got a great gimmick, of course. But what's cool about Kylie is, yes, yeah, she's, you know, very peppy and, and shiny and smiley and welcoming. But when she gets in the ring, she's going to go. Okay. She's very talented. Um, Nyla Rose for me is new. And, you know, as the first transgender woman in 
uh, such a prevalent company. This is a this is a big deal for her. Uh, if you haven't seen her, it's a, it's a lot of power. Um, you know, she's she's strong style for sure. Um, and I think Kylie Ray is going to have a tough time in this match with Britt Baker and Nyla. They are both very uh, aggressive. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's going to be really interesting to watch how they're going to be building this woman division around, you know, this triple threat match. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that'll that definitely sound like one to watch out for, for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I've got kind of a, a roster of the 20 man casino battle Royale here. Uh, I've mm. got like uh, sunny kiss, Brandon Cutler, uh, Glacier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr., Joey Janela, uh, uh, MJF, Billy Gunn's going to be in there, Jimmy Havoc's going to be in there, <laughs> um, uh, guys like Michael Nakazawa and uh, Jungle Boy. Um, is, is there anybody who stands out to you as maybe getting that shot at, uh, at the future AEW World title from this Casino Battle Royale? Yeah, it's hard because we don't know all the entrants, so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to say for sure because I'm not sure who they're going to pull out of the hat. I think we're going to see a lot of people we don't know, a lot of people that we're going to have to be like by our phones Googling, like, okay, who is this and where do they come from, right? <laughs> because we're going to have to kind of figure it out. Yeah, um, absolutely. But of the list, Joey Janela jumps out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so does MJF. So that those are the two that were like, oh, okay, I'm going to put my little check mark next to them. I ultimately picked Joey, but I really can't pick until I know <laughs> who else is in there. But yeah, those would be my top two. This one's especially hard for me just because most of these guys are new to me. Mm-hmm. Other sure. than uh, Jimmy Havoc really is the oh, only I one that Jimmy I Havoc. would know. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Havoc's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, his, yeah. His, last, his last match in progress was, oh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I get chills still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, how could I forget? The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Mm. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, for the AAA World Tag Team Championships, there. Uh, do you uh, do you think the Lucha Bros have it to uh, uh, get the titles back, uh, or is this going to be more of a, a long term kind of story here between these two teams? Well, I think they're still going to have a long story, but I think the Lucha Bros are getting their titles back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. You know, with the reasoning of why they started this company, you know, they're not looking to go out and do the matches every single night. They're not looking to do all of the stuff that they were doing in new Japan and ring of honor. I think they still Mm -hmm. want to wrestle and they still want to be very active, but they're also starting a company. Mm -hmm. And I think they're, they're really into putting over talent and pushing talent and, you know, creating that story that's going to play out now on TNT. And I think the Lucha Brothers are going to win, but this is probably going to be my match of the night. Wow, that's a big call. <laughs> yeah, I love tag team wrestling, and those two is tag team royalty. It it almost doesn't get better than that. That's true. That's true. And and both teams have put on classics before, so I, I, I definitely expect for uh, that to be the same in this case here. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a let me see here. There's another show or another match here as I'm running down the card here. It looks like this one might be designated for the pre-show. Uh, Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. Mm. Uh, I, I know quite a bit about Sammy Guevara. He's he's from here in Central Texas and he's really good. Um, Kip Sabian I haven't seen too much of. 
but I know that Sammy Guevara put on a really good match with Joey Janela at Wrestle Circus um, not too long ago. So uh, I, I would expect to see Sammy get a, a pretty good push here, too. Um, let me see here. You mentioned tag team wrestling earlier. We got the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Bread versus Angelico and uh, Jack Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I actually haven't seen Angelico and Jack Evans tag team before. Have you? I've only ever seen Jack Evans. I've never seen Angelico. Um, but uh, from what I understand, it's going to be very enjoyable to watch mm. those two. They're going to be really high players in the tag division of this company for sure. Um, I love the best friends. I know not a lot of people do, but I just love them. And I really can't explain why I just do. They just crack me up. Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the best friends. Okay, good. I I, I feel like I'm not alone. (laughs) I I absolutely love Chuck Taylor. I think he's, I think he's hilarious. Uh, And I think that when, even when he's taken seriously, he's a, he's a very good, uh, performer and uh, I mean I could even see either him or Trent even when they're in singles competition doing very mm-hmm. very well um, let's see here let's bring out some of the big guns here uh, oh, yeah. Co- <laughs> Cody versus Dustin Rhodes yeah. hmm. <laughs> this is <Steven. laughs> you happy over there <laughs> oh this match is going to be fantastic Yeah, I don't even care I mean, the match itself is going to be really good, but really the the main thing that I'm excited about here is just the the build up to this match. That was that was one of the best promos I've ever seen in my entire life, honestly. With uh, with uh, with Dustin Rhodes and well, uh, with Cody's response though, I'm I'm saying just both of them putting them in oh yeah, just in together as the build up for the match. Uh, both of those promos were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! So I'm I'm super excited for this one. Do you think it'll live up to the hype, Queen? I think it will. I do, because if not for anything else, the story that they've built about the new age versus the Attitude Era and mm. putting that to bed and closing that chapter, I think that's what they're trying to tell here. And mm. that story alone has such significance, and it's mm. a draw for a lot of. WWE guys they know Cody and of course they know Dustin and of course Mm -hmm. they know their dad this is a big (laughs) moment they're both not in WWE wild Mm -hmm. think about that like Cody's been out for a while but even if you were to go back just a couple of years he was still there right and so was Dustin and now they're they're starring on a huge pay-per-view for a brand new wrestling company blows my mind yeah, absolutely. I, I I do. I will say I do see Cody going over here. I, yeah, I me do too. see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're all in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, specifically with the story that they've built up, like Queen mentioned, with you know the whole mm-hmm. the New Age versus Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. That that's the story that they're trying to play here, and I think this match uh, more so than really any of the matches on the card is really the biggest in terms of the medical metaphorical significance. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, so with this one, I, I think with the story that they're trying to tell, Cody would have to go over here. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. see them being like it, it being at, like amicable afterwards. Like I do see them like, you know, uh, patching things up and maybe even trying to forge a tag team mm. somewhere yeah. down the road. Yeah. Um, I think that that would make a lot of sense, especially I know in, um, the being the elite series on YouTube, uh, they're, they're, 
you get kind of shades of like there's not fractures within the elite, uh, but you can kind of tell that there's some kind of like yeah tension there, mm-hmm. you know, between mm-hmm. Cody and and Kenny on one side and the Young Bucks being on the other. Um, I think it's very possible that maybe. Dustin gets himself involved in there, and at some point down the road, when we do have tag team championships, we could see a Rhodes versus Young Bucks kind of thing. Oh yeah, um, don't tease me, Tanner. Oh, you know, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, main event time: Kenny versus uh, Jericho. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw something interesting last night. Uh, Chris okay. Jericho is debuting a new finishing move, supposedly. Mm. AEW exclusive finishing move. He's got this spinning back elbow that he wants to be doing. He's been doing a lot of MMA training, apparently. Okay. So, oh. yeah. So so is this something that uh, that Kenny should watch out for? Or are there, or are there things that maybe Kenny can scout uh, to avoid uh, Chris Jericho and his, his offense? Because Chris Jericho took Kenny all the way at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Hmm. Yes, he did, and I cannot wait to see it again. <laughs> it's going to be fabulous. Isn't that just great? If y'all haven't seen the first one, you should watch it before Double or Nothing, just to kind of get you in the spirit of what you're going to be in for. These are two of my favorite wrestlers. Jericho is one of my greatest wrestlers of all time, like my Mount Rushmore. Shout out to Mags. But mm. for real, Jericho's on it. So I'm I'm super interested, speaking of that, the fact that he's going to have a new finisher, I'm super interested to see what version of Jericho we're getting and what version of Kenny we're going to get. That's the real mm. question mark. Yeah. Jericho has been playing a certain type of heel and it's been getting more ing- aggressive as we move forward in time. And he's mm. getting more cocky. He's coming to get a thank you from Kenny for beating him and, you know, for, for uh, making AEW on the map. Mm. True. So I like that. Have that whole vibe happening. But what is Kenny going to be doing? We haven't seen Kenny since his loss. He's shown up at Indies, of course, but it's not, it's not real Kenny, right? Mm. So what are we going to get here at Double or Nothing? Is he well, going to be the best bout machine? Is he going to be the Terminator style? Are, are we going back to the Anubis thing? What are we getting here? <laughs> I don't know. He dyed his hair kind of like purpley. I'm confused. So I'm mm. interested to see like what's going to come from him in this presentation. It's going to be a great match, and I think Kenny wins. You think Kenny wins? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was mm-hmm. going to ask you if, if you think that any ring rust on Kenny's part might play into this match here. I don't think so. No? No. no. <laughs> Kenny is freaking Omega. professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really is. You know, And I know that he's been training. He's There's just no way that he hasn't been. He's too mm. he's too focused on what he wants to do to, yeah. to not be. You know? Um, on a it's a different level, right, from Wrestle Kingdom to here. But uh, I think that he's going to be just fine. <laughs> okay. Well, cool, cool. I, I think Kenny would appreciate uh, y'all's vote of confidence in him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Kenny. <laughs> um, before we wrap up here, uh, I know we talked about taking a stroll down memory lane earlier. Um, I want to get your thoughts on some of y'all's favorite money in the bank moments because this pay-per-view has been going on for a while now mm. it's one of probably one of their longer serving ones at this point and i think it's a great concept what are y'all some of y'all's favorite matches and memories from money in the bank oh man well for me uh it's 2011 and mm. it's 
CM Punk. <laughs> that moment there, the whole match, of course, with Cena was out of control. Out of control. Mm. The crowd, the two of them storytelling, but really the moment where he wins the championship and he blows that kiss to Vince McMahon. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> that moment gives me so much life eight years <laughs> later. It's it's still one of my favorite things from Money in the Bank. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. Um, I I, uh, I would say that that one goes up as probably my favorite match of all of 2011. Mm. Yep. Um, I'll I'll put a close second up there with um, uh, 2013 Money in the Bank. They had like an All Star uh, Money in yes. the Bank match. Uh, what was it? It was a uh, Christian CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Rob Van Dam, Sheamus, and Randy Orton. Uh, that was a great match. It was. And then, um, let's see here. There was another one. One uh, of mine, I can't remember what uh, year it was specifically. It was a little bit older. Was um, Edge, and the first time he became the Rated R Superstar. That was one of mine. Forget what year that was specifically. Hmm. Interesting. I remember that. I'm trying to think of what year that's in though. Yeah, it was earlier. Man, Ooh. I don't know. I was a I was a young kid. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean though. At least we know yeah. the match. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page, sort of. Yeah, but, we are. Um, the other one, um, the one that probably, another one more recently, the 2016 one where Dean Ambrose won. And then came out and cashed in on Seth Rollins after Rollins beat Reigns. Mm. Oh, what a what a cash in that was! That was wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I remember because uh, that was uh, that was right. Let's see here. That was about a. I think I was living in the first apartment that I had with my wife at the time. Oh man! And uh, um, yeah, I remember like sitting out on the on the porch <laughs> and then like. Going at, like looking at my phone, and then I got the alert that Dean Ambrose had cashed in. I was like, yeah. "Whoa, that's crazy!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Awesome. I loved it. Oh well, cool. Um, is there anything else that you want to leave us with, Queen? Uh, anything that you'd like to plug or or, or uh, talk about? Well, sure. Um, so for AEW Week on BBR, I'm going to be dropping the episode on Wednesday that has some hard hitting analysis with my pal Matt Granberry and a match-by-match card breakdown with none other than the can't-miss speculist JPQ. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm pumped for money in the bank tonight. I'm hoping to be thrilled (laughs) with what I see. I've been super down and disappointed with what's been happening on Raw and SmackDown lately. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping this kind of reinvigorates something (laughs) so I feel a little bit better about the programming moving forward. I really hope that they heed all of the... Uh, warning signs about what's going on with them right now and i'm hoping we get a stellar pay-per-view um and i'll be posting all over twitter too so check out for that and uh you can get me at at the queen of any on twitter awesome awesome well hey it's been a pleasure as always having you on queen we gotta have you on again sometime soon and i appreciate you making time for us to come on the show today Oh my gosh, thank you so much for asking me, and I can't (laughs) wait to talk again. And you know, you're always welcome on Queen's Court anytime. I have some ideas for you, so you know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you're going to have to let us know. (laughs) I will. We won't spoil it for the people yet, but I'll tell you. (laughs) Got to keep it kayfabe. That's right. right. 
Well, it was a pleasure having you on, Queen. And thank you guys again for listening. Y'all take care. And uh, again, be safe out there. Enjoy Money in the Bank. General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ plus community, because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wow, that's pretty cool. But those glasses kind of make you look like your Uncle Bob. Oh, not exactly the look I was going for. Um, okay, how about these clear glasses? Oh, or these round ones? Very on trend. I like both on you. You know, I also like these aviator sunglasses. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95.